Backwash on bathrooms. Do you use bathroom as a catch-all term? How should we refer to public bathrooms on this podcast? Well, bathroom because yeah, bathroom is a weird phrase because you is it a restroom or is it actually a bathroom? Because bathrooms have baths in them, like right. So when I th- when I hear bathroom, I think a room in which you bathe which you don't do at a public bathroom, a public, see, we public restroom, restroom, you don't rest in the room. I don't particularly I th- like that. I think it's the polite term is mainly where, what it, what it must come from. Because obviously you don't go in there and sleep. That doesn't make any sense. I suppose you can dry bathe in a public bathroom. So that would not be inaccurate. Yeah, I never catch myself... I probably say bath like where's the bathroom when you're like at a restaurant and you know you try to catch yourself but everybody nobody really seems to care that much term wise you you know um, in real estate listings they say half bath right sure the the, the bathrooms without a a shower or a tub so yeah wouldn't that just be uh, one restroom right <laughs> but you're not resting in these rooms in Canada they say washroom which is more accurate because you do wash your hands sure in the room but none of these terms uh get at what we use these rooms primarily for which is the toilet sure no one ever says i need to use the toilet uh at a restaurant or um public public toilets yeah it's well toilet just is it's not a great word it's not a great thing to be asking for a term right but but it is yeah We'll we'll use bathroom, but I I protest. Well, it's like a pop versus soda, a little bit. Kind of. <laughs> I was at a gastro pub in Seattle, and before leaving, I wanted to <laughs> use the bathroom, uh, but I couldn't find it. And I returned to the bar, and I uh, <laughs> I, I said to my friends, uh, "This place doesn't have a bathroom." Over there in that corner where I thought the bathroom was is just a water closet. And then Chris, Chris says, um, that's the bathroom. <laughs> and then it just dawned on me, oh, that's what WC stands for, water closet. Of course, this was last year when I was, what, 35? You just figured that out. Just figured it out. And that's, that's even worse than uh, restroom, water closet. I don't think I've ever seen it referred to that anywhere. I mean, I've heard the term, but I've never. I think I've it's like a, it. a fancy, you know, European. That means uh, the, that means the place has a uh, seventeen dollar burgers. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, or they're they're trying to be twee, right? <laughs> I was um, I wanted to uh, use that <laughs> gastropub's bathroom because I believe that the bathroom is the soul of a of a place you visit. Every time I go to a restaurant, I make sure to use the bathroom because you get a sense of the 
um, the MO of, of the place, of the people running. So if it's a really nice bathroom, that means a lot to you then? Not necessarily. It's just I, I get the sense of, oh, if it's a sterile bathroom. It's clean. Yes. Okay. Or, you know, you go to places in Brooklyn and they have like weird art on the walls of the bathroom. Mm. And and you go, ah, yeah, th- this is a very quirky. <laughs> it tells you a lot. It tells you a lot yeah. about it. It's like yeah. me in shoes. Like I look at people's shoes and I do that. You do this with bathrooms. You, you and yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, do you? Um, let me ask you. At a restaurant, if you need to use the bathroom and the men's one, it's a it's a restaurant or an establishment with bathrooms for separate sexes. So there's a single use men's one and a single use women's one. Okay. And if the men's one is locked. Would you ever consider using the women's one? I, I wouldn't, no. Because I, I don't see what difference it makes. For if a single-use single one. If you use men's one and a single-use women's one, they're basically just two gender-neutral uh, bathrooms. Sure. And why do we even bother differentiating them in that case? Well, that's a that's a very I mean, so if there were two lavatories in each one, that would make more sense. But since they're single use, you'd lock the door behind you, type of thing. Why yeah, are they? So why are they just gendered? like a toilet yeah. and a sink? Why are they gendered? Yeah, that you doesn't know, make can, any like, sense. Uh, on Yelp, you can filter restaurants by whether they have gender neutral bathrooms. Um, really? Which is, you know, I don't want to step on anyone, but it's odd to me because do people really care that much? I think I think when it's a shared space, obviously there's. But a gender neutral bathroom is just a bathroom. Yeah, it you know becomes on its on its own a singular, like toilet in a room that you yeah. lock behind you is super neutral. That's a neutral situation for whoever's in there. Like you, you go to a, like a fast casual restaurant, they just have one bathroom, and it's basically gender neutral. Yep. Yeah. And and you wonder about gender neutral bathrooms. Are, are are women comfortable with the with pee on the seat? <laughs> well, yeah, because that's not that's a really a non-issue for them overall. Other, I can't say for sure. Maybe it's an issue for them. That's or true. I guess know. we don't. Right? For my personal <laughs> Maybe some experience, women have bad aim. Yeah, <laughs> we can all be bad aimers, I suppose. But yeah, I was in Portland, and my friends Ryan and Duran told me about a workplace bathroom. An all gender bathroom, and inside is a row of stalls, but some of the stalls contain urinals. And both men and women use this group bathroom. There's more than one stall in there. It's multi. Yeah, it's, it's not it's a like, the door behind. It's you. like you know, ten stalls, and maybe okay. three of them are urinals. All right. And my reaction was, oh, you know, hashtag. Me too. Think of the women. Oh God, would they be uncomfortable using such a bathroom? Because that's why they have. I'm going to sound stupid here. That's why they have gyms just for women, right? Because women don't want to be harassed by men or feel uncomfortable, perhaps working out with men, and so that's why gyms just for women exist. You know, in a in a bathroom setting. It could be just as problematic. Mm-hmm. And and Ryan Durain, and Durain didn't see any problem, perhaps because they've actually used, you know, one of these all gender bathrooms. They've used a similar and, facility. Yeah. And then I actually 
experienced an all-gender bathroom in um, the Portland tourism office in downtown, of all places. And just like they said, you, you walk in and it's a row of stalls and two of them had urinal marked on the door. Okay. And you open the door and inside it's not a toilet, it's just a urinal. Did every did every one of them have a door? Like they're all yes, stalls. All, all of them had a door. All okay. of them had they're all stalls. Okay. And the urinals were hidden inside stalls. Okay. I'll uh, I'll be clearly marked. And then the hand washing, you know, the sinks are it's a, it's like a group sink mm-hmm. area. And it seemed okay to me. Yeah. But but then I was just I was just peeing. Uh but they put there was a security guard on sitting on a folding chair inside this bathroom, and I, I wondered maybe Portland is concerned about safety. You know, like I was when I first heard about this concept of an all gender bathroom, or maybe the security guard was there just <laughs> to explain how how this bathroom worked to. To, to tourists who you know who come in and they're like, like don't be surprised. Why, yeah, why is someone from the opposite sex in inside? And then when washing my hands, uh, in addition to the the row of stalls, there were also two single use bathrooms for you know family bathrooms oh. were, with doors. Mm-hmm. They weren't stalls. They were like you know rooms. And while washing my hands, I I know I noticed two groups of people come in and go to those family bathrooms. You know, instead of using the stalls, and it, it occurred to me that maybe safety isn't the issue with all ge- you know group all gender bathrooms. Maybe it's embarrassment. <laughs> I I don't want to be heard doing my business. Just, you know, say you work, say say you you um you're a gentleman uh, in an office, and you fancy a female coworker. And you both happen to be in the the bathroom at the same time. Would you feel comfortable, you know, making noises with her in 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 the bathroom? Yeah, no, that would be a big concern. I don't really want anybody hearing my business in the first place, unless I'm really just pissing up a storm. Show so, show, show people who's boss with my powerful stream. <laughs> right. So maybe all gender bathrooms are the future, but. There seems to be an expense added on if you've got to have a security guard, though. Right. The the security guard is, uh, yeah. That's really, that's that's a whole other level. That's an expense. Like, this is a full-time position? (laughs) But but maybe you have to ease people into the all-gender battle. Remember how, like, when when we had to switch to HD, they had to ease people into updating their televisions. Maybe it's like that. The security guards... But it's also Portland where to create jobs can't pump your own gas. So perhaps states will create, you know, the the bathroom security guard, the all gender bathroom attendant, a Paul Blart of the bathroom. <laughs> yes, if you will. Well, I mean, that brings up a larger question. Do you use public restrooms? Me. Public bathrooms. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. So I, some people won't. Right. Some people will like hold it in until. They can return to their the, the comfort of their own home. I should preface it by saying I would prefer to do one business in there and okay. prefer to do another business at, at home. But so I, I, have, I have no such shame. Uh, I, I'll I'll use a toilet without a seat cover if I have to. When, oh, wow. when, you know, it's like when you gotta go, you gotta go. But sure, it, it's it, I don't go so far as to you know people who talk on the phone. 
while they're pooping and you could hear them uh, you could hear their conversations I mean, but, you know, there's time to get business done, but that's not one of them. That's not a thing you check off your list of things while you're on the pot. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fart when I'm at a urinal. I don't see that. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. It seems fair game. But uh, what we're saying is why are people hesitant to use a public restroom? Is some embarrassment to doing it in public? It's mildly uncomfortable for... If people are walking around, I suppose, like, if we want to talk about people being uncomfortable, like men being uncomfortable with other people seeing their 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 penis, mm-hmm. but you know, you go to a gym and people are just walking around. Yeah, that's true. You know, butt naked and you know, blow drying their balls in front of everyone. Maybe it's like the vulnerability of just being seen sitting. With your pants down. Well, it's, def- uh, it's definitely, yeah, you're right. But there's a vulnerability there that could have something to do with it for sure. But why, why do we feel vulnerable? <laughs> Being, cause, I mean, because I mean, you're just sitting with your pants down on, a, a, you know, you're just sitting down with your pants off. Uh, you're, I, you're, you know, you're paralyzed I, in a way, though. You can't do anything else, you know. If you needed to make a quick escape, you can't really do that because there's other things you got to do in the process here. And then you think about in Asia with the Asian public toilets where it's just a hole in the ground and you actually have to squat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I could get the vulnerability there because, you know, if you fall over, you fall over into the, into the toilet. Well, I suspect uh, by then, though, you've got some pretty ripped quads or whatever. Like, you're you're good at that by then. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be doing that your whole life? So you just parkour out of the toilet. Yeah, I bet they're really, they can't bounce around. They're they're probably super quick because that would be the, the main fear. You don't want to fall on that. No. So let's go over um, people's hangups about public restroom, bathroom. Of course, the peeing next to someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all heard the jokes about you have to keep one urinal, like a urinal gap between you and someone else, or, or you, you never pee next. You, you know, you never willingly pee next to someone else. Yeah, unless you unless you have to. I abide by the the unspoken law. And then you and then you have to look straight at the wall. Yep. Avoid the children's urinal, the low one. People, you know, if they're left with a children's urinal, might choose to pee in a stall. Yeah. It's just preferable to that. Uh, or if you if your face, uh, they're increasingly less common. The the troughs. Yeah. It's just like I'm not peeing in a trough. I'm gonna wait until uh, until I have a stall. That's a dive bar bathroom, the trough, uh, and also baseball baseball yeah. parks. Yeah. For number two, uh, the stall gap between the 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 the, the door. Yeah, the, and vi- the visibility factor. The, yes, uh, and uh, this this would this prompts people to use the handicap stall for a little more privacy because it's bigger. And it's harder to see into. Yeah, you got a little bit more wiggle room in there. I've I've read of people changing their shoes at work, so so no one recognizes so, what. So no one recognizes who's using the feet, uh, the stall. <laughs> um, and uh, with these stall things, again, you know, does it bother women? Are they self conscious about being seen through the the stall gap? I do would, they use I the suspect, handicap stall? Do they I, change their shoes? I suspect the saying hang-ups exist, I bet. I bet they do. Um, 
speaking of the stall gap, you know how in uh, movies where you're, you're trying to find someone and they're in a bathroom and then you look under the stall door mm-hmm. to see if there are feet in there and then it turns out the person has been squatting on the toilet so you can't see their feet. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Why don't you ever try to open the stall door? Yeah, a good indicator would be, well, if it's locked, there's someone right. in there. And then they never factor in the stall gap. Like, you should be able to see if there's someone in there. Yeah, odds are you could take a little peek close up. Yeah. I think it was in elementary school, maybe in middle school. They removed the, the doors to the stalls in the bathrooms because they didn't want students, like, smoking pot mm. or uh, doing illicit activities but then it just leaves you with a stall, stalls without a door. Like, who's going to use these stalls? That's a that's a bold move. It was, a big, it was a big complaint of mine. Oh, yeah. I couldn't use it if it was at an open door. I mean, that's an emergency situation I, only. Yeah, I think I did use it once in an emergency situation. Um, it's just like, I, I can't. I got I to do this. Fortunately, no one, everyone was in class. so You got out okay then. Yeah. Right. And then I remember uh, the Sochi Olympics, they had uh, photos of some bathrooms in the Olympic Village. And it was like two toilets facing each other in the same room. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Was that a design choice or was that just like, we just got to fit this stuff in these rooms? Because I remember everything was so hastily thrown together for the, that Olympics that I really, I really wasn't understanding what was going on there. But, you know, athletes like they're used to like, you know showering in groups i guess so they might be less you just look straight into someone else's eyes or just look at your phone right just don't look up i don't think i'd be desperate enough to not just wait well that's the thing like a trend is hotels buying former office buildings and converting them into hotels which leads to some weird bathroom design it's always it's always the bathroom design I was looking for uh, a place to stay in Toronto in September and <laughs> found this weird, this boutique hotel in Toronto in which it was a glass shower, but the toilet is in the shower, as is the sink where you brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. It's all like in one, you know, all in one. Plumbing is a logistical nightmare. So you wonder if they're you're forced into something because of where the availability is for pipes and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I stayed at uh, the Standard in Los Angeles, and it's like a hipstery hotel. Yeah. And the bathroom was very odd. The The shower was a, it was a tub shower, but it was in the middle of the room. And you had the shower curtain. You had to like enclose yourself in the shower curtain. Like 360 uh, degrees? Yeah. Or just more just or so you didn't get water on on the bed, because this is right there. Yeah, it seems uh, it, it seems to me like that must be it must be set up that way, not by choice, but you're forced but, into it based meanwhile, on. Meanwhile, like the the toilet is in this separate room, which is like a long corridor to get to the <laughs> toilet, huh. far away from the not far away, but you know, distant from the sink. Yeah, weird design. And then I was in New Orleans at an Ace Hotel, another hipstery hotel. And they had this like, weird curtain to enclose the, the, the bathroom area because it wasn't like a separate room. So it was like a really big curtain. Like, no, it was like a little, it was like a Wizard of Oz curtain. Oh, okay. Okay. 
you know, it was a small bed, but it was like a Wizard of Oz curtain. And then the shower, they didn't have it didn't have a door, it didn't have a curtain. It was just like open. It was a piece of glass, yeah. yeah. And so you could easily get water into the 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 toilet area of the the tiled the bathroom. I've seen some open concept ones where it'll be kind of like half glass. And then, like the entrance area, you is completely open. There's no door, no curtain, and then you kind of like tuck yourself in, like the shower heads enclosed with the glass area, and then everything just like the entire bathroom floor kind of is graded to just run and and so dispel you think it's the, mostly um, just a design choice rather than like a plumbing existing plumbing. No, I mean the ace. I I think I think there's a bit of both going on because I bet it's pipes are weird because you can only do so much sometimes you don't want to like you can't just make you can make new connections but a lot of that stuff just isn't feasible so i some some weird bathrooms i bet just kind of have to be that way to be that way because i don't know why you'd willingly just stick a bathroom like the standard one in the middle of the room there has to be a reason because it seems so strange especially looking at these pictures which i know nobody else can see but it's odd it just looks weird to me the um, bathroom selfie has become a staple of our culture. Is it because the front-facing camera doesn't capture enough of your body, like your your arms aren't long enough to get your full body in that you need to use a mirror? Every you know every bathroom's got a mirror for the most part, and you might probably don't have one. I don't know. You don't see a lot of mirrors in all over the houses houses anymore. So it's not the seventies. So in light of the bathroom selfie. Um, I wonder if people are more conscious about how their bathroom looks because it's going to appear in all these selfies. I don't know. I've seen some haggard ass bathrooms with some fucking fingerprinted ass mirrors and some selfies before. So it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was 2018 and bathrooms are generally the same as they've been since, I don't know, 1940, 1950. <laughs> When do you ever see, uh, you know, it's not like you ever see a bathroom selfie or a picture of a bathroom and you don't think, is that a bathroom? I mean, if even right, if you were right. to like hide the toilet or hide the the shower or bath bathtub situation, you you just know it's a bathroom. Bathrooms just look like bathrooms. All this innovation and bathrooms are basically the same. You have sink, you have a toilet, you have a, a tub or a shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, right? Give or take Some size. Tr- yeah. I um, visited um, a family friend's house and they're rich and I toured the house and the master bedroom had a massive bathroom and it was a family size shower. Hmm. It was like a like a gym shower. And I thought, okay, they have two young children. Maybe they want to shower together as a family. But at some point it becomes awkward. Like, why do you need such a big shower? Unless there's a way to convert into a sauna. I know there are like sauna things you can do with a shower. Yeah, yeah, it can but be dual It's very purpose. weird to me. Like, why is your shower so big? Do you really need such a big shower? Did they have seats in there? Were there like, or yes. built-in seats or, okay. Well, maybe it does, um, maybe it does a, a, a sauna type thing. Because you'd want to be able to like sit down and spread out a little bit if that was the case. That would make right. more sense. I'd rather have a large tub, like a Scarface tub than a... <laughs> Than a large shower. Uh, I'd take a large shower. That sounds. Uh, on the flip side, you have New York City apartment bathrooms, <laughs> which are very tiny and triggering to me, because 
when I lived in New York City, the bathroom was small and the bath mat covered all the open floor space. It was and basically just carpeted floor at that point. It was point. Just, like, just carpet. Yeah. And that, and that drives me mental because yeah. th- in theory, the bath mat should be the cleanest thing in your house because you only step on it after you come out of the, the shower or the bath. Logistically, yeah. Logistically speaking, you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, but in this like tiny New York City bathroom. It becomes the you know, dirtiest you're stepping, thing. Yeah, you're stepping all over it when you need to use a toilet or when you need to brush your teeth. So I ended up buying another bath mat that I would lay on top of the bath mat when I, when I took a shower. And so I would only step on my second bath mat <laughs> Oh my God. When, when I showered and then I would like roll up my bath mat and put it in the closet. This is a very you situation. No, it, it's a fair point, right? Like I get it. I don't know. The thing with white people is they don't really care where their feet go, right? They'll just like walk all over like dirty floors. Now nah, my feet go in socks and then they go in shoes and then okay, that's well, it. You're the exception to the rule. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, bathrooms are generally the same, but there's been some innovation the cheesiest, cheesiest, the clunkiest, the uh, tackiest. Okay. That's the word I was looking for. The padded toilet seat, not a fan. You, you have that on here, and I bet I bet there's a comfort level here we're just missing out on, but it doesn't look good. You see it, and you just have this innate feeling. It's, it's not like, even that. It's like that weird faux leather that you find in cars. Yeah. And you're sitting on the toilet seat, and your butt gets sweaty, and it's just not a comfortable feeling. I think toilet seats have a a, a, a very large like gap in that's missing. They, there's no how does there not better technology for this? Why is there not a material or, like, or a you know like a maybe shape? Dr. Scholl's should make a toilet seat, right? Something a little like like gel, like silicone, something a little. I mean, because um, it's just a hard piece of whatever. It's not even shaped yeah. that. It's not even shaped comfortably on most toilets. It's annoying. Why this? It's been the same for how long? Forever, for our lifetime, completely the same. It's like the one. It's like but one the, thing that just doesn't change. The, the, the design of a toilet seat is contingent on the design of a toilet, and um, you know it's difficult to change the paradigm when toilets are so predominant, right? Yeah. The toilets are the Netflix of, you know, the, are the Netflix of uh. Uh, bowel movements. Yeah, but at least Netflix has gotten 4K streaming and HDR. Our toilet uh-huh. seats have not gotten the equivalent of that. They've come up like the the dual flush button. Uh, this is this is a thing you see in your houses. I um, I, I purposely everything's a poop with those because I hate that. It's just gonna be really? a poop flush. Okay. <laughs> and then um, fuck the water. You have uh, bidets. Which I saw a long time ago in Asia, and uh, and was surprised, or have been surprised, to see my white friends adopt. Yeah, you know, we uh, I've been using bidet seats for forever. Yeah, that you know, it's a thing, and now to see like <laughs> white people adopt them, you think, oh, maybe it doesn't have a future. And then um, the squatty potty, which is just a stool. Are you familiar with the Squatty Potty? Yeah, I've yeah obviously seen the the advertisement for that. I'm okay, not a, I'm not a customer of such. So if, if you're unfamiliar, they were on Shark Tank. The theory is that the way we normally sit on a toilet is not conducive, uh, like uh, physically, for bowel movements. Yeah, for maximum evacuation. 
It is best to like rest your feet on a st- like a stool, uh, to, so that your stool can come out more easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I think I feel like everyone has a squatty potty nowadays. I've never um, seen one in person. Uh, and the, the problem with like bidets and squatty potties, though, is when you travel, you like stay at a hotel that doesn't have a bidet or it doesn't have a squatty potty. And uh, you, you lose these forced, creature comforts that you're used to. You're forced to. to wipe your own butt. <laughs> it's not pleasant. I'll tell you that. Like the best analogy I could draw is if you don't go out in the sun for a long time. And then you go out in the sun one day and you just sunburn in, in 10 seconds. That's that, that, that's kind of what happens if, if you get too comfortable with a bidet and you're forced to use toilet paper. This explains your excessive use of sunscreen when you go out in the sun. Yes. And then with the squatty potty, I've, t- I've taken to finding what I can to mimic the squatty potty. You're stacking, you're stacking books? So I'll find books. If there's like a garbage can in, oh, in no. the hotel toilet, I'll flip it on its side. I stayed in Airbnb once and they had one of those like Costco packs of toilet paper. Uh-huh. I stacked them up and I rested my feet on them. Okay. So whatever you could find to sort of mimic it. Because it's easy to mimic a squatty potty with a bidet, your SOL. Yeah. You don't have the technology to MacGyver that quickly. No, no. Okay. But, well, you know, the innovation I really want though – is just a, a urinal in a bag. Like, why don't we have urinals in our houses? Even if it's just an attachment, like you see in porta potties, mm-hmm. where the, the urinal just connects to the bowl. Yeah, it's uh, like off to the side. Yeah, but yeah. Routes, um, routes to the, the same. Why spot. hasn't anyone? Why why hasn't anyone invented this or popularized it? I think it's perhaps a space thing. I guess you can do the same business in the one item, the one toilet. Uh, I suppose it might smell. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little different. Yeah, I get you. When uh, when the San Jose Airport in Silicon Valley they opened a new terminal, the bathrooms featured it was waterless urinals. It was environmentally Fucking friendly. Hippies. I don't I don't know how they worked, but it was just like a bowl, and you would pee into it, and there would be no flushing, no flush urinals. Okay. Uh, they've since replaced them with flush urinals. Yeah, because I, I bet it was what? fucking gross. Yeah. But, you know, in theory, maybe they had some, like, technology that we just didn't appreciate. I don't. That just seems really gross. There's some, like, chemical in the bowl of the urinal that just mimic a flush. In theory, that's basically a porta potty I mean, porta potties do have chemicals and liquids in them, but. Yeah. porta potties I've also generally remained the same. I mentioned the urinal attachment. That's a, that's a new, that's a slightly newer concept. That's been around yeah, for a while. Yeah, outside of but... that, like porta sinks, I see them. I saw them at Coachella. Uh, but I mean, that's about it. The porta potty has been a porta potty for as long as I've been alive. The, the concept's pretty much the same. I mean, they all have like a hand sanitizer unit in it now. That wasn't always a thing. Well, I, yeah, I mean, amenities, but I, yeah. I don't consider that sort of innovation, like no. putting toilet seat covers in a, in a, in a porta potty. No, porta potties are always still real gross, and <laughs> they remain so. In my neighborhood, I do live in Silicon Valley, and people are very rich mm. and always buying houses. And remodeling them for their families moving into the suburbs. And so in my neighborhood, houses are constantly being sold. The turnover is insane. And 
there's always porta potties on curbs as for for workers who are yeah. remodeling houses. And so when I run outside, I'll 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 use these porta potties as for you know for bathroom breaks if I need to pee or whatever. You do run into trouble <laughs> sometimes. One night I was using um, a porta potty. It was on someone's driveway, and I'm like, I gotta pee. And I finish peeing, and then I'm getting ready to like resume running, and so I bolt out of the porta potty just as the wife of the house is pulling into the driveway. Oh shit! Yeah. I think I must have startled her because like the next day the porta potty was gone. Oh really? Um, and then another time it was like late afternoon, and I'm like, oh, I, I have to pee right now, so I go use this porta potty. And as I'm using it, the owner of the house, the, the dad and his daughter come out and start playing in the driveway. <laughs> while you're and still so, in there? Yeah, while well, I'm still in there. And so I'm like, okay, shit, I can't leave the porta potty right now, nor can I make a noise, uh, you know, drawing attention to myself. And I can't see out of the porta potty either. And so. I basically have to just sit, you know, sit or sit in the porta potty and not make a noise until they're gone. Oh god! How long? so? You waited them out? It was like thirty minutes. Oh, shit! <laughs> like they they had to finish playing whatever they were doing, and then because they couldn't see out of the porta potty, I wasn't sure that they were gone. Yeah. So you just have to like wait them out. <laughs> so I ask you, as a homeowner, you have a porta potty outside your house, and you see some dude. You know, go into it at night, let's okay. say 9 p.m. Yeah. Does does that weird you out? <laughs> it's a little odd. If I saw, like, if I was familiar with you as a runner in the neighborhood or whatever, that'd be one thing, obviously. That'd be like, ah, I, I kind of think I know what's going on. He's taking a quick piss while he's on his run. Big deal. But otherwise, it's maybe a little sketchy. Around here is probably some method who's about to go get lit up and then go die in your porta potty. Because that would yeah. be exactly something that would happen in Billings. <laughs> I was thinking, um, you know how uh, film and television, you see people hiding in an outhouse, like to to evade capture, they'll go into the tank of 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 poo and like uh, blue ink, and they'll just submerge themselves, and then you see them like come up for air after the cops have left. I wonder if anyone has actually done that in real life. Seems pretty I dangerous. I think the chemicals involved there are. Uh pretty potent like realistically i think you'd be pretty jacked up i think your skin would yeah, be like burning i suppose like when you see it they're usually period pieces so it's just an outhouse so there's no blue chemicals oh, okay. but yeah you probably couldn't hide in a porta potty no i don't i don't even know what that blue stuff is it's the i think it's the poop bacteria killing mm. chemical i don't know for sure but i remember um i think it was the last jackass film they did a. Uh, Porta potty bungee. Yeah, they they slung shot uh, Steve O up in the air. Yeah, and Britney Spears did a I think it was a Jimmy Kimmel live bit where she pretended to be the person in the outhouse. Like they spliced her into the bit. Oh, they cut her into it. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so like I guess they sprayed her with some blue water, and I just thought like, why would you fake being in a porta potty? Yeah, I don't I don't understand that, that one. Being slung shot. And well, and do you think there was really like just a bunch of poop in that jackass thing? They could fake it. I think they did. <laughs> I don't think it was. I just don't think it was. I mean, you'd like to think it was real, but just how unnecessary is that? All you really need is the blue, the blue stuff, right? Because anything could be in in the blue stuff. It looked poopy, 
when it came out right. of the thing, if I remember correctly. I also remember, I think Steve-O had like nose plug on. It's like, yeah, but that, that stuff's going in your mouth, man. It's going to go in your ears. It's going to go <laughs> Look in at all the- your holes in your head, man. Look at you, jackass conspir- conspir- uh, conspiracist. Hey, I mean, for the most part, I have no complaints. They they were pretty right. legitimate on oh, the all things. The porta conspiracy. Yeah, it will. It just was an element that. I mean, do you not remember like the fart helmet? Yeah. Okay. But that's I don't know. Whatever. Have you ever seen a uh, self cleaning public bathroom like one that's on the the corner of a street? Mm-mm. I, I mean, I know what I'm familiar with them, but I've, I don't think they I've have run them in any. Uh, Palo Alto because, of course, they do. Yeah. Uh, I've never used one, but why are more public bathrooms self-cleaning? Like, you should be able to just spray down everything. You know, I've I've said that about the majority of, of bathrooms. I mean, I get like a fancy restaurant bathroom or whatever. That's fine. But like a shitty dive bar. Why is that thing not just a big box? Right, that all can, stainless steel. Yeah, and that can you, you either got a system in there that just hoses it down every once in a while, or somebody physically goes in there with a power washer, just like washes the whole thing. Everything goes down the drain. Everybody's happy. Nobody's got to touch anything, and it's clean for everybody, and it's sterile. It's fine. I've often wondered that. Like bathroom design is strange in some places where it should be. Just make it a big stainless steel box. Would you be comfortable using? A self-cleaning public bathroom, like just on this corner of a street, just inserting four quarters and going in. Going in and using it? Man, yeah. that's that's an emergency situation only for me. I'd be more and comfortable. I'd go pop in a coffee shop and buy a coffee. And I, I, I wonder why. Um, I, I know why they want money, but I wonder why. Well, I wonder if it's more cost efficient to just put a porta potty, put porta potties around your downtown if you're a city still have to make them look better so you'd have to have like a i mean that's essentially what it is though is it a fancier version of a porta potty that you can make I, people pay for i guess i guess the concern is homeless people right yeah uh i'm telling you man it. the meth heads you don't want them in there that's why it costs I, four quarters I, I pitched an idea on adam roof movie pass for public bathrooms hey i mean to never have to buy something to use a restroom or not I know, feel like, like a dick. Star- I know you can go to Starbucks and they're free, but like some places you have to buy something or hotels now, especially hotels in high homeless people areas will yeah. require key cards. Yeah. Uh, you know, to never have to use a key card or have access to like office building. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm office building, pri- you know, the private restrooms that employees use in an office building. Mm-hmm. Well, how much are you going to charge for this? I don't know. Nine ninety nine. Oh, it seems expensive. I, I, I guess it would have to be by the city, right? If if I'm in New York City, you know, no public restrooms. Yeah. Ever, I'd pay a premium. But, sure. you know, I guess you think about the cities that charge for parking and the cities that don't. <laughs> if you're in a city that charges for parking everywhere, I imagine that the same a, goes for. Yeah, or the toilet yeah. pass is going to be expensive. When was the last time you used your bathtub to take a bath? I literally never have. <laughs> I, I don't believe that adults take baths outside of film and television. They take a lot of baths on screen, but mm-hmm. I, who has time to take a bath in real life? No one. I've owned this home for a very long time, and I've literally never used the tub. On screen, it's romantic. They have candles, or yeah. they're just relaxing after a hard day of work or whatever. No just, one does that. I'm just imagining doing that in my bathroom right now, and... The way the toilet, because it does have like kind of an a, a leaning angle, so you could like lay in it, sort of. And you know what you're looking at? You're looking directly at the toilet if you're doing that. 
Like it makes no sense. Like it's stupid. Why would I do that? I don't like and the con. I, conceptually, baths are weird to me. Anyways, you're just stewing in your own filth. It's gross. Right. Uh, right. So I, maybe people just like being in water. Like if you go to Vegas, I hate when I go to Vegas and people are just like standing in the pool. They're not using it to swim laps or whatever. They're just they just want to be in the water. And just stand there and just, you know. That's the whole point of a pool for most people. You're a weirdo. Maybe that's the same idea with a bath. I just want to like lay in water with a bath bomb or bubbles or whatever. It's relaxing to me. Are you a quick shower guy though or are you a long shower guy? I could do both. Yeah. I'm I'm mainly a pretty long shower guy just because I find it relaxing. So I mean, I guess. So, but you don't fight. What if your bathtub had like jets? What if it was like a jacuzzi tub? I don't know. You know me in water. I I gotta I gotta have water that is isn't standing. Otherwise, the possibility of me drowning is ever present. <laughs> me and water just don't get. So, along. Okay, so so you can't swim, but you're worried about drowning in a tub. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, but okay. Back to the thing about baths, just being dirty water. <clears throat> In olden days, you would rinse off, right? Like when in like a wooden tub, you know, that's how you bathe. You sort of like scrub yourself off. You're in this water. When you, you would step into like another clean tub of water, right? Well, I think how it worked was like the man of the house got the first the first dip in the in the in the bathing apparatus, and then it worked its way down the family line with the same water. Isn't that how it worked? Well, then, well but, but what I'm getting at is like you would have to follow the bath with a shower to get whatever you've been stewing in. Oh, OK. Yeah, I understand sure, what you're saying. Right. Well, it's like it's like, OK, used to be a dishwasher long yeah. ago. And it's like you had three sinks. You washed them. Right. You had a, a soapy, you know, you washed the dishes and then you dipped them in a sanitizer and then you had to rinse them in a third tub, like rinse them off because you can't have the sanitizer just on them. You need to kind of rinse that off as well. So you kind of got a three-step process here. So you're talking about cleaning and then rinsing afterwards because technically once you get out of that, it's still the same dirty water. So you need to rinse yourself, right? Right. Well, I guess what I'm trying to ask is or wondering is like Game of Thrones, Okay. they take a bath, but then do they take a shower? <laughs> I I feel like since it's TV, you just like. Did, a, did, it, did it occur to no one like this doesn't make sense? Them just sitting in water. We should we should do a shower. We should rinse them off. Well, there's definitely something. There's a technical aspect here that doesn't make a lot of sense. But in TV, they just get out and then they just assumed clean. It's not represented very well. But who rinses off after a bath? I don't know. Is that what people do? Is that what you're supposed to do? Well, yeah. I, we, this is okay. So this is a standing question. Then we don't know the answer to this as non-bath yeah, takers. Like, like it's the same thing. Like after you use a bidet, the the, the water spray. Yeah. Do you wipe off with toilet paper? As a non-bidet user, right? I, so it, I, I don't know. Yeah. Life's mysteries, right? <laughs> after you take a bath, do you take a shower to clean off the bath? Well, and, I, and now that you raise this question, I guess I've never really thought about it. But other than the fact that I, I think this. That's sitting in the water, the dirty water is gross. I guess I never really went any further with it. But now that you raise this question, I mean, it's pretty easy to stand. Most, you know, most tubs are, there's a shower head in the same spot, right? Because it's also a shower for the most part, unless you have like a fancy clawfoot tub, whatever, that's a different thing. But you could just stand up and turn the shower on, right? And then rinse off without ever even really getting out. In so which you, case, why don't you just take a shower? Precisely. 
So then it's a re- is it so then you do you take a bath? You don't take a bath for cleanliness reasons. You take it for like a relaxing. So many questions. This is us. This is me like throwing my hands up in the air. <laughs> you can't see it. So the plunger and brush in your bathroom, you you buy plungers and brushes to sacrifice them because once once you use them, they're forever unclean. Forever unclean. Uh, yeah, yeah, they just become gross, right? And if you lose like the holder for them, you just gotta like rejig or something because they can't touch the floor because they're dirty. Maybe you put them in like a plastic bag. <laughs> I often wonder too, because you know, some some people's households just have like a plunger out. Not often, but you know, but then you just like set it on the, the ground. I don't know. I mean, is right. it really a plunger? Right. Right. Get the whole, but the but then if you don't see a plunger around, it's like okay, well, there's a plunger in this house more than likely. Everybody's got one, but it's like where do you where do you put it? Because it's gross. Like you go stick it in a closet somewhere. Assuming they store it next to the toilet, you're basically every day you're next to bacteria. Yeah. This is uh, there. hundred percent. And you can't really, you can, you can like sort of rinse them off and clean them, but you can't be sure that they're Mm-mm. completely clean. No, no. The tub in my bathroom was clogged and I went online, wiki how, how do I unclog the bathtub? And one of the suggestions was, Use your toilet plunger and sort of like plunge around the, the drain. Around plunge the drain, around yeah. The drain. And I just thought to myself, I don't want to put the, the toilet plunger in the bathtub because then I, then the, then I taint like the bathtub is forever tainted from the plunger. Uh, and so, like, do I do I need to buy a new plunger just to unclog the bathtub? Uh-huh. This is where they get you, right? I feel like plunger makers just like they got to buy a new one every time. I, I mean, I have a specific sink plunger that I can use in the bathtub as well. And it, it is not a toilet plunger. It's just for so you, you, the sink. you definitely have separate plungers. I do. I mean, I, it's like a mini plunger. It's perfect for like a little sink. Like, I'm a guy with a beard and I got to be honest, I plug up our sink often because I shave in the sink and it just doesn't work out. Back to the New York City apartment. When I arrived... I, I went to, the first night I went to use the bathroom and my roommate had thrown in Q-tips into the toilet. Oh, no. I'm just like, dude, this is why your toilet doesn't flush properly. Yeah, You're flushing funny. Q-tips down the toilet. Uh, and we would just had problems with the clogged toilet. Maybe it's New York City, old apartment building, plumbing, or maybe it's whatever he threw down the toilet. Mm. But um, I convinced him to pay for a toilet snake. This is like a heavy duty toilet snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about like a yard long, sure. folded in half, and you would unpl- you would unclip it, and it was like heavy duty metal. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, it was so satisfying whenever the toilet was clogged to just like jam this auger snake into the toilet and crank it into the piping and and clear and it out. Clear it out. The problem, though, was when you pulled it out, I don't know what this the, the, the head of the toilet snake has touched, first of all. And then you got to clip it to the top. <laughs> Where do you right? touch, right? Right. And then you got to rest the toilet snake right next to the toilet where it's like head level. And you're just like, you know, sitting there right next to the toilet snake. Well, Again, like with the plunger. You can't really clean these things. Well, as someone with a house, whatever. But anyways, I have a guy who comes with a giant industrial version of exactly that. More or less a Roto-Rooter guy, but whatever. 
And, I, I wanted to bring it with and, me. I couldn't bring it with me. Yeah. And he and he is gloved from the minute he gets out of his car until the minute he puts that machine away. So I know because you you run he runs this thing and it goes way out. I mean, it goes out oh. to behind my house to he hits the alley pipage. That's what he's oh, got to do because I have roots that basically. Does it clog that bad? Yeah, I have that big giant tree in my backyard. It grows and in, into oh, my pipes. And it's it finds its way because the pipe is. It, it really speaks to how terrible the pipe, the piping infrastructure in our country is. Like well, if you ever go to like a city, the 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 restaurants, the bathrooms will always say, "Please do not flush paper towels into the toilet. Our plumbing can't handle that." Yeah, I mean, you don't want to. You just can't be doing that. But it wasn't. It was never an issue when I first bought the house, and then like about five years into it, I'm like, "Uh, what is? What's with my basement having this fucking disgusting water come up?" Well, come to find out, my giant tree has has wiggled its way into the pipe infrastructure. So then you start thinking about it, and you're just like, well, so is there even like a pipe in there, or do I just have like a hole in my underground that just happens to get some stuff from A to B? It's insane. It's crazy. And like, how is our piping technology not evolved? <laughs> that well, we're just... it, it has, because it was probably a clay or something. I can't remember what they said it was, kind of piping. Whereas now... Obviously, is like cast iron stuff, and which is what's all in my house for the most part. But the pipe, well, that, the main, the was, main vein to get out to the street and get the stuff away from, you know, get it actually in the sewer system is certainly compromised. Whatever it's made out of. Yeah, I was thinking like, what if you could um, attach a spinning blade to the hole in inside the toilet that would just like shred like a garbage disposal. Oh, sure shred everything before going in kind of help it out yeah i'll be, that'd like, be I, nice it wouldn't help my problem but that would be nice uh you know plumbing in mexico is so bad that you you don't flush toilet paper you just throw it in in a in a bin uh, oh really yes speaking of like germs being in the bathroom <laughs> oh wow yeah uh, but if you but if you had like a garbage disposal toilet it could just like shred <laughs> shred up the toilet paper maybe uh-huh uh, back to film and television, you see this a lot. People flushing pills. Oh yes, that's much, that's a very big trope. First of all, they who keeps that many pills in their mirror cabinet in in the bathroom? I know they're always dumping uh, out like a hundred pills. Just fill, it's always like a pharmacy inside the mirror cabinet, and then they're always flushing these pills down. And is that the wisest thing to do? You can just throw them in the throw them in the garbage can. Well, I do have a garbage. Yeah, I don't think you're really supposed to do either. I think you're supposed to bring unused stuff back to a pharmacy and they destroy it from there. It's ideal to not just like have the water, even if it's sewage, like all drugged up and weird. It just looks nice on TV. It's dramatic. So I mentioned um, in Mexico, they don't flush the toilet paper. I've also seen toilets in Mexico without seats. It's just the porcelain mm -hmm. toilet. Um, and apparently this is also prevalent in Europe too. I've never been to Europe. I wouldn't know. But okay, you know, it's possible to use a toilet without the seat because I guess the shape of the toilet lends itself to sitting even though it's not great. <laughs> you can easily fall into the toilet bowl without the seat there. And you can do a hover, but you got to right. have that leg strength. It, okay, so here's the thing. 
if you're gonna do a hover, just have like a, the the Asian toilet. Just have a hole in the seat, so you're just squatting. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's very awkward if you're just like hovering over, an a, you know an actual sit down toilet. You're you're just gonna end up sitting on it. That's what's gonna right. happen. And so, per Google, per the internet, the way to use the the, the toilet without a seat is to just sit on the rim of it. Um, that's, that's the suggested use? Yes, which could be sort of sh- shocking in the winter when it's cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, it's not very comfortable. And, like, what if you what if, what if you have the runs and you have to sit there for a while until your leg goes numb just, and you're just sitting on the edge of the toilet? It's well, not very... Just put a goddamn seat on these things, you heathens. Like, Well, <laughs> also, like, I wonder... Why can't they shape the porcelain so there's more porcelain to sit down on and like the hole is smaller? Yeah, so it's like a, th- like a thicker rim. Right, right. And then also, I mean, you, you can't use a squatty potty <laughs> if there's no seat. You, if you're just sitting on the rim, it's a little awkward if you're just trying to like rest your feet on a stool while also balancing yourself that, on the rim. A, of yeah, the there's a lot going on there. I just, I just think about like visiting Europe and I, I – after using a toilet without a seat, there's a bathroom attendant there trying to give me a candy and handing me a paper towel, and I gotta tip the guy. Your your bathroom anxiety would be through the roof if you were traveling in Europe. I think that's yeah. you just can't do it. I could do it. So I, I googled what did I Google? I googled use toilet without seat, <laughs> and among the results, people also ask why does Italy not have toilet seats? Okay. Uh, and the answer here, apparently the toilet seats are there originally, but then they break. The seats break because people stand on them. People stand on them because they are not kept clean enough to sit on. Now. <laughs> what? <they're> sta- <laughs> that visual of I'm standing on the toilet seat and then I'm pooping. <laughs> I mean, you, you have to have you have to have good aim. You're inherently closing the target zone a lot because you're standing on the toilet. So you're using up some of that usable hole space by standing on it. And it's not clean because there's somebody shitting all over the back of the toilet, essentially. So then it's not clean. So you're you're basically standing on a toilet in a half squat and then trying to, you know, look through your legs just to aim into the the bowl. And this is why they don't have toilet seats in Italy. Because because people want to make because they don't have toilet seat covers. That's it. This is absurd, right? Yeah. I gotta be honest. The rest of the world needs to get their shit together, like literally. When I patronize Chick-fil-A, you know, I order the food, I eat it, and then as always, I use I use the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and it raises a, a conundrum. Do I wash my greasy hands first and then pee, which would entail washing my hands again mm-hmm. or do i you know use my greasy fingers to pee and then wash my hands uh the more efficient way and i suppose there are ways to pee without having to touch anything but you know, the grease would still get on clothes and underwear and stuff like that do you not use a um, napkin like a normal person but there's it's your hands are completely clean though they're like toilet plungers you know you think they're clean but you know okay so this is un- it's it's unsolvable, right? Do you want to be a, do you want to be eco friendly or do you want to get you know grease on your junk? I'm an asshole, so I just probably waste paper and water and just right. double up. 
It's not the most well, efficient, I mean, though. We're talking about wasting paper. <sighs> paper towels. Why? Why do the dispensers only dispense like one towel, knowing that you need at least two to dry your hands? Why don't they give you like an extra long sheet? These automatic paper towel dispensers. Because you're gonna take two no matter what. Because the why measurement is my wrong. Towel and. Just like dispense one long one so I could just be done with it instead of having to go back for seconds. Is there a paper towel type dispenser that you prefer over another? I prefer one that dispenses as much as I need, but none of them exist. They only give you half of what you need and then you have to go back for another. It's like one ply toilet paper. All right. <laughs> public restroom, porta potties, public re- restroom. Here I can say restroom, bathroom, whatever, washroom. They they'll, they'll they'll cheap out and they'll try to save money by buying the Scott one ply toilet paper, which mm-hmm. is useless. You gotta you have to use like multiple sheets to avoid like to have something strong enough. Wouldn't it be more cost efficient to just buy two ply toilet paper? What, what like what is the logic between giving you not enough? Yeah, I think in the hopes that somebody just goes, ah, I guess that was enough, or maybe they're extra efficient, or as opposed or maybe to just us. like. Oh, my fingers aren't dry enough. I'll just wipe on my. Sh- I'll just wipe on my clothes. <laughs> like yeah, you just do the quick dry, throw the thing and throw the paper towel away, and while you're still walking away, it's, you're kind of like to save like five cents. Sure. Hey man, uh, margins. We're not business owners. It must add speaking up. Of, and then um, <laughs> everything in a bathroom seems to be automated nowadays, except for the toilet paper dispenser. Why why don't those exist yet? It seems like an exp- expensive addition. Because you got to load that the most. I bet the toilet paper is probably what you have to refill or check on the most, even beyond paper towels. I, I think it's um, toilet seat covers. <laughs> They're never there when you need them. Oh, the covers? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I don't see that as much anymore available, toilet seat covers. They're not very common around here anyways. The alternative is air dryers, mm-hmm. which have frustrated me all my life beginning with um the white ones with the tree on them that like I, they're basically just like breathing on you <laughs> you know it's just breathing a hot, hot breath yeah right it takes forever to dry your hands and then the message on the the air dryer says like oh you're saving a tree or whatever by using this air dryer Meanwhile, I'm wasting like 10 minutes of my time and I ended up just like wiping it on my pants and just going out. Yeah. And we graduated to the Dyson blade. Yeah. Where where you stick your hand in the in the the gutter and it's, you know, it's supposed to like blow both sides of your hands at once. And these just seem like they just pull water at the bottom and who knows how sanitary they actually are. I've read that, you know, air dryers are just unsanitary you should use paper towels yeah and the air blade is like you have to use it in a very specific way otherwise it just doesn't even really work at all even when it works well it still doesn't work great the other one is the accelerator which is just like uh, uh, a tube that blows a a powerful stream of air yeah what ends up happening is you just get the floor of the the bathroom dirty there's just like a big pool of water underneath yeah it just blows shit all over the place right it's gross um and then I saw um, at Whole Foods, of course, it's a Dyson combination faucet and a hand dryer. Oh, okay. So like it's an automatic faucet. So you stick your hands under and it dispenses water 
is automatic soap too. And then after you're done, you move your hands to the side and it blows air within the sink. Okay. It's not great, but innovation. Is, is it closer to a better solution though? The, but the best solution is a paper towel. I just, I just wish like what I want out of innovation is out of bathroom innovation is that long sheet of, of paper towel that I could just like wipe my hands and, and then and be done. Yeah. And, and, and then the catch, but wait, there's more. You have to pull to exit the public bathroom. Yeah. And you have to dealing with people who didn't wash their hands. Mm-hmm. And so like, okay, do I need to, do I need to, I need another piece of paper, paper towel to cover the handle. And I immediately throw this paper away. Not eco-friendly. Yeah. Although like, Back to Chick-fil-A, at my local Chick-fil-A, what they do is they have like a, it's like a hook on the door and you can just wrap your arm around it and pull the door open. So your hand doesn't have to touch anything to open the door. Sure. There, there's uh, like a foot equivalent of that too that they could put on there. And you so obviously like, why don't you pull to open the door and push to get out? Wouldn't that make much more sense? Because when you're pulling to get in, your hand's dirty. So who cares how dirty the handle is yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to open the door? But you want to push to get out. I think there's fire regulations on the way doors open. I don't know about bathrooms. Think of the germs. <laughs> fire, fire, fire administration. Do you know if you can uh, poo in a bus bathroom yet? I don't. I don't think I've ever been in a big enough bus that has a bathroom. Have you ever been like on a charter bus? No. So, from my understanding, you could only pee in a bathroom that's on a bus. Well, it's like a, it's like the RV thing. You got a full bathroom in there, but you don't want to be. So, I guess the full bathroom idea is okay. Women need to sit down, right, to pee. Yeah. So we need to offer the toilet, mm-hmm. but you can't poo in the bathroom. And I don't understand why you know Elon Musk hasn't thought of a, a solution to this, right? Shouldn't the technology be the same as on an airplane? You can poo on an airplane, yeah. but you can't poo on a bus. I think it's more of an more of an unsaid rule. You could probably do it, but it's going to be... Or think, like retrofit the, the bus bathroom in just sort of, you know, porta potty technology. Have like a big tub of, you know, blue stuff. Sloshing around in there? You're in a moving vehicle. It has to work a certain way. Well... Maybe like a flap that leads into it. Surely, surely we can figure this out. I think it's so asinine to me that you can't poo on a bus. Who's using charter buses for stuff? Rich people. No, like, you know, basketball teams. Okay, sure. Or, you know, if you're, if you take like a mega bus, if you're traveling from, let's say, Washington, D.C. to New York, it's like, it's like a four hour trip. Sure. You need to pee. I mean, they stop along the way. I guess there's a guy who has to deal with this. So I think they're trying to help that guy out who works for the bus company. Causes more problems than than it's worth. They just say, you can't do it. Don't do it. Come on. It's 2018. I know. I I understand. And then sometimes the bus will stop at a rest stop and the men, you know, the men's bathroom is closed. It says they're broken or they're cleaning it. It should be unacceptable. It should be illegal for rest stop bathrooms to be closed. They should be open at all times. And if you need to close them, have like a porta potty on standby or something. <laughs> so much anxiety. So much. I mean, it's the anxiety. only reason people stop at these rest stops, right? 
there's anybody who should implement the self-cleaning ones, it's probably those types of re- or restrooms. I, I, and I read that um, airplane bathrooms are shrinking <laughs> in size, but I feel like they've always been the same size. I've never been in one that I was like, well, this is big. I, you know, I wonder, like, you, you ever see film and television, you ever see in the 60s when like uh, airplanes had bartenders and there was like a full bar and people are just like dancing on the plane. Yeah. yeah. How big, I wonder how big those, I I probably just Google it, but you know, I like to like imagine how spacious most of those bathrooms have been. They were probably big as shit, man. They're pretty huge. Um, I'm sure they had a full length mirror. You could just, you could just get your cocaine and do big rails in the plane. Meanwhile, like nowadays I'm surprised where they could fit bathrooms in like it's like oh there's like four bathrooms back here yeah uh, it just any... doesn't look like the space available right yeah the door barely opens you can barely close it behind you you barely fit in it i guess they can and, jam and them in so anywhere. it brings up a question how do handicapped people pee on an airplane i'm telling you man it's probably very tough if you're disabled in any fashion that makes it hard to like if you, get if you can't use your feet yeah, I don't know what you Can do. Can you fly 18 hours to Japan, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's That probably sucks for a lot of people. So airplane bathrooms have that suction flush. Yeah. Put that on a bus. <laughs> suction flush into like a blue tank that you can unscrew and just, you know, when, when, the, when the bus arrives at the bus depot, have some, you know, uh, handyman unscrew the blue tank oh and, then, and then install another one this is not this is I don't, I don't i don't believe this troubles the bus companies that much i wish we had a better we have a better solution but there must be a reason it cannot be implemented i'm just glad i don't have to travel that way let's put it that way glad i have a car we mentioned um baths now the mile high club this had to have been a concept when you know back to the 60s planes with the the bartenders, mm-hmm. because I can't imagine anyone having sex in an airplane bathroom nowadays. They wouldn't go unnoticed, and there's just not a lot of room. So how do you get that business done? I mean, people are creative, but still. And why would you want to? Like, what about being on an airplane with you know six inches of leg room <laughs> is is romantic Mm-mm. or is uh, uh, rousing? It seems like a concept from a a, a time. A time that's gone by, definitely. Like you said, the '60s is. We should have a a, a mile under club, well, like trains. I know Amtrak trains have restrooms, bathrooms, a mile under, and they they are more spacious than bus and airplane ones. The six feet under club. I, well, I wonder. Would you rather? Is it more practical? To have sex on an airplane than on a moving train, <laughs> like on a bullet train. There's probably more room on the train. But does it does the velocity, does the speed affect? Is it dangerous? Is it more dangerous? I don't think it does. I don't think it makes a difference. One uh, joke about the television show Twenty Four was that Jack Bauer never used a bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and I had this idea to. So someone should go back and edit like an episode and you know how they would always cut away to different scenes, you know, you'd have pop up. Yeah. In the squares. Just like during a, a terrorist standoff or when the presidents have a, in an intense meeting, you have a cutaway to Jack Bauer, like 
using a urinal. Yeah, it does the beep boop thing. <laughs> or just reading a paper. Personally, that would have been great to at least do it once just to just to cover it. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, what what, what other um, film and television tro- bathroom tropes have, have we? Oh, the, when when um, women always excuse themselves to have side conversations in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, one I thought of, mm. which I don't know if this is where it came from or conceptually or if it's just like, no, it, it can't be because it's always been a thing is like putting like an M80 in a toilet, like in Problem Child 2. Like like there's movies <laughs> about like yeah. the seven, yeah, like like flushing a firecracker down a toilet is like is like a thing. Why is it a thing? Well, I mean, obviously somebody's somebody's probably done it. It's like a real world thing that's probably been done before. But the Problem well, Child 2 well, one just was one I was thinking of. We're recording this before the release of Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. And in the trailer trailers for that film, you see Tom Cruise and Superman fight in a bathroom. And I, I wish more bathroom fight scenes existed. I think, you know, I think a true lies. Yeah. That's about it. The problem I have with bathroom fight scenes, though, is the the bathrooms are so big. They're so big. But, and you just don't run across bathrooms like that, though. They're always a very elaborate Set. It looks too much like a set. Size, I don't think size is the point of it. It's just what I like about fighting in a bathroom <laughs> is how dangerous it is. You're surrounded by like hard items or like a mirror can shatter, you know, hard and also dirty items. No one wants their head in a toilet. Mm. Yeah, but you know, you have stalls which are metal. You have porcelain urinals, porcelain toilets, tile all over the place. Well, something always uh, gets broke, like, and then the the water shoots out. Right. The the level of extremity in a in a bathroom, you know, the the, the hazards sure. are just heightened, and I, and I like that about fighting in a bathroom. And also, I've seen it before. I, I just can't come up with any examples right now. Using the lid of a toilet seat to whack someone in the head. Yeah, a, you break it off as a weapon. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> So more, more Hollywood, if you're listening to this, more fight scenes in, in, in bathrooms. And if it's any consolation, I've heard the Mission Impossible overall is pretty good action. So I, I guess maybe the bathroom fight scene will live up to your expectations. Yeah, so it's Mission Impossible, True Lies, another bathroom fight scene. Well, sometimes it's not... The, Austin Powers, who does number two work for? Yeah. I'm... Oh! Who does... Number two, work for. But you, so like the True Lies, for example, and we'll assume Mission Impossible based on what we've seen so far. Like that's a full on like set piece. That's a big fight. But a lot of fights in the bathrooms are like something minimal. Like somebody gets snuck up on and like choked out, or like in the Punisher series or whatever. Like he kills a guy in the bathroom, and it's like just like a like a strangulation kind of thing like it's always like a quiet thing a quiet kill because then you can like leave them in the stall so there's like a like an assassin type kill (laughs) so bathroom fight scene criteria you have to make use of something in the bathroom a toilet a a stall door a mirror a sink or or as a hiding like a as a hiding spot in general because you can just like leave a dead body slumped over and it just looks like a pair of feet i mean i consider that using the bathroom Something in the bathroom. I, I, I wonder. I'd like to see someone 
wield a, a, a toilet plunger? Like, would you want that Ugh. smacking your face? Yeah, right. that'd be gross. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it for this podcast. You can find me elsewhere at adamriff.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Zombieologist. And you can also email us at backwashaudio at gmail.com. And we'll see you in the next one. The great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. <laughs>